Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello, you're listening to Parents in Hell with... Mina, can you say Rob Beckett? And can you say Josh Widdicombe? There we go. That kid's having fun. Yeah, that's Mina. Uh, a clip of our daughter Mina saying Josh and Rob's names as they do at the start. It would be incredible if it was played on the podcast. We listen every week and even attended the live show. I don't think even is needed there. Even, even implies that you've put yourself out. Yeah, yeah, that's like going, and I, you know, I even bought the BDI album, Liam. <laughs> she is too tomorrow. Thanks, Lucy and Scott in London. Um, I've had a stressful morning, Rob. You looked stressed, and as we started this, and I don't know if um, Michael's going to um, keep it in, there was someone shouting at you up the stairs about keys that your dad those, may or may not have. And Yeah, as I, that, I, I'm now worried my dad's got those keys, but I don't mm, know why he'd have them. What I would say to you is, experience from my dad visiting my house, he will lose something or break something at least each visit. But why would my dad have those keys? It's because... Men get older, and especially men. I don't know if this is your dad, but my dad gets his clothes walked through him by his by my mum, his wife. Right, and I think what happens over time they slowly forget how to think and live. No, he's so quite they will good just walk out of the house with keys. Yeah, I mean that's something I've done. But let me just—I'm I'm calling him. Are we going to get live, Dad Whitcomb? No, get on speaker. No, he's busy. He's busy. He's he's put it straight through. So what's he doing? He's driving home. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, so did he, he brought your mum up to look after the kids and he's driving home? They came up for the weekend and my mum's staying on for a couple more days. He's taken some stuff for us, Rob, including a set of keys. Oh, so he he's driving back to Cornwall, wherever it is, Devon. Yeah. Devon's quite far, isn't it? And he may have that the keys well, rose I, leads. I'd imagine he'd, I'd imagine he'd, he'd send them back. Oh, look, is he not coming to pick up or is your mum getting the train no, home? No, she'll get the train home. Okay. So Rose's keys are in, in the car. No, they're You're, not. They're not. They're, they're at Stonehenge, her keys at the moment. Enjoying the ley lines. Um, it's, it's been a non-stop morning. Yeah. It's been so intense. Well, this is the first time that you've your daughter's been in school, so she's like off, off properly, where before she was in yeah. nursery a couple of days a week through the holidays. Yeah, yeah. It's brutal, isn't it? It's quite, it, you forget. It's quite intense. I got up the other day, I've been getting up early, Josh, with the kids and the dog, because the, do- the dog needs a piss and stuff. Oh, I've been waking up at 5 a.m. Today, Lou let me have a lie in. Yeah. Well, no, but my daughter gets up at 5 anyway. Oh. She's up at 5. I'm still, that, they had garlic bread at quarter past nine on Sunday. 
So what? It was lunch. Because I gave him <laughs> some breakfast at five. It got to nine-ish, and I was like, we're hungry. And I was just sort of, oh, it's lunchtime what do now. You, what do you do at half five? Like, what are you doing? Um, dog's out for a wee. I'm, t- I'm tied at the moment. I'm tied in the house because when I go out, there's t- like Lou's looking after the kids and the dogs, and she can't really do yeah, that yeah. and be on her feet doing no, the dishwasher and the no, washing. What I mean is like, so you're just doing tasks. Task. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm doing. I'm just tasks. From the moment I wake up, it's tasks. But then it doesn't. I, I, I was. I the other morning, I hadn't left the house. It was midday. I'd done five thousand steps. You don't, but they're clearing up, and then dishwasher on, dishwasher off. Then they want lunch. But normally, they have lunch at school. Yeah, of course. Let me take you through my morning. We started recording this at nine a.m. So, bear in mind, I woke up at quarter. I didn't wake up. I got up at quarter past seven. Right. Oh, that's decent. Yeah. yeah. What time do your kids wake up? Well, my daughter goes down and plays on her own now. So Lou let me have a lie in. Yeah. But I woke up at half six. That is a line, isn't it? If, if one gets up yeah. at five. Yeah, so my daughter comes in. She had a poo. I wiped yeah. her bum. Right. Well, you, um, why are you sleeping in the toilet? We've got a... Um, <laughs> on, we've, got, we've got a problem with our marriage. Even though she can wipe her own bum, I couldn't be bothered to get so, into she, the debate so this is morning. That, is that just an odd thing, or is she still doing that? Because my five-year-old, oh, we've just got to stop and start wiping our own bum. It's, it's, we're at the point of case-by-case uh, case basis. Sometimes she just does it. And you, yeah. And sometimes I go, yeah, fine. Or, or go, no, you're old enough. Yeah, it's, I'll be honest with you. I'm not holding a line. I'm not, no, I'm not holding yeah. a position that would make yeah. any change, particularly at 6 a.m. So then I went back to bed. She went downstairs to play with her marble run, which it was a toy that got no traction two years ago, but suddenly come out of, and now is the favourite toy. Right. Get up with my son. So the things I did between 7.15 and 9, I just felt infinite. So is your, your mum's, is she still in bed at this point, or is she up, up helping? What, my mum and dad? Yeah. Well, you'll see. Okay. Because I'm, I'm not like, could you do this straight away? Because they are yeah, guests. Yeah, no, no, of course. So, like, my parents, like, they, some of my kids go in to see them, but my mum and dad literally get up at 11 a.m. in the morning. When they yeah. come to our house, it's like they're in some sort of prisoner of war torture. Of They get woken up at five. My mum wanders around like she's been, like, brutally attacked and beaten up the night before. She's like, oh, you know, and someone's up. Like, yeah, yeah. No, you just, you just got up too early. So you can't get them. You can't engage the grandparents too early, can you? So this was my morning. Get up. Go and get my son up. He wants to go through and see Rose, yeah. who's in bed. I don't want him to go through. I let him through because there's no way of stopping him. Yeah. Then I have to shepherd him downstairs, make him a muffin, make him a bagel, toast him a bagel, make him put a the muffin. peanut butter on, <laughs> feed the cats, make unload the dishwasher, <laughs> bake him a muffin. <laughs> yeah, no, feed the cats, feed the cats dishwasher. unload the dishwasher, uh, put the porridge on. Make the tea. Do you have porridge every morning? I don't. The kids do. Right. I find that quite depressing. They love it, mate. Do they? It fills them up. Yeah. Fair enough. Make, make a muffin for my daughter beforehand. That's an English muffin. No, not is that, a... so, you, so you've done a bagel and then a muffin? Yeah. She's an English bagels. muffin. Okay. For, even though they taste exactly the fucking same as muffins. Okay. Calm down. Sorry. <laughs> um, tidy up. And then we get on to the big stuff. We've got to move the garden furniture into my dad's van because he's taking it down to the southwest. Right, okay. <laughs> got to take the glass off the the thing with him, carry yeah. the table through, carry the glass through, right. carry the chairs through, yeah. carry some more stuff through to go in the, the van. Yep. Yeah. 
feed uh, the cats of my next door neighbour because she's on holiday. <laughs> yep. Uh, by that point, it's uh, seven minutes before this podcast starts. <laughs> Rose isn't well on top of that, but uh, so it's not, it's not on Rose. Do you know what I mean? I, it's basically, I've got to do all these things. Yeah, well, I think especially when it's your parents and that you're arranging like the furniture to go, it's like, yeah. it's awkward if she gets up and just spends time with your parents and you're in bed. Yeah. You sort of, when it's Rose your parents. just texted me to say, keys are on the fire alarm. Um, okay, cool. So I just found them. Oh, that's good. That's, that's good news, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then is your, your mum's helping with the kids today? Because my working. mum's taking my son's at nursery. Yeah, okay. And my daughter, my mum's taking my daughter to. Um, it's like a kind of gallery and the gardens where the Diana Memorial Fountain is. Kensington Gardens, is it? No idea. Um, no idea. Into town. Oh, that'll be nice. And there's a massive, like a great gallery thing as well there and loads of places to eat. So she's going there. She's got my debit card and I've signed her up to the Black Cab uh, free now, the Black Cab version of Uber I'm sure you're aware of. Yeah. And so see how that works out. So there we go. So that's why. That's your morning. That's my morning. Love it. I, I um, the, not not in a sort of topper kind of way. I did build a um, swing ball set at 7.15am to keep yeah. the kids busy today while I'm out with lose with the kids. Okay. So I, I know you're paying. So, and I, I put so my build on is a big word, isn't it, with a swing ball set, Rob? Um, I'd say I made it more than you made that muffin. <laughs> I'd say we're about similar levels. I, I, yeah. I, I, I've slotted pole. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear about his next life, mate. But... <laughs> no chance of you slotting pole with the grandparents there. There's no chance of me slotting pole generally. <laughs> Um, um, and right, so you've teased some things. We've not spoken for ages. We've got no. to cover Blur, Ibiza, Car. Picnic. Well, should we start with the summer holiday? Actually, no, because the summer holiday comes off Ibiza. Okay. So I'll start. With, I'll start with I haven't had a car for two weeks, Rob. No, okay, why not? I didn't realise my MOT had run out. Oh, did it get taken away? No, it didn't get taken did away. It clamped. It didn't get clamped. I, I don't know whether I should say this on the podcast, but it's an honest mistake. And I'm sure, and I, I've been driving around without an MOT for two months, Rob. <laughs> so this happened to me, and this is a good tip. Yeah. If you go on the DVA, DVLA website, you yeah. put your number plate in and a phone number. It yeah. gives you MOT and tax reminders. Right. Yeah. And that's what because you've got to do. Because that's I, my, t- my tax are defaulted cares? because of my MOT. Yes. Okay. I've, I've been driving around. Fucking months like this, unbelievable. So, I'm, so then take the car into the MOT, but can't tax it because it's so far out of his MOT. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that you can't tax it online. What you need to do is go to the post office with your logbook. What haven't I got, Rob? Who's got a logbook? People what? need people need to accept that our, li- our lives are too busy to fuck around with your little logbook rules. Yeah. I hate it. I, and, and logins. I'm sick of logins, John. Fair oh, enough. Mate. Online banking, I'll have a login. If I want to buy a pair of trainers, I don't want to be a fucking member and, and have an no. account and log in and get emails. Just let me buy. Yeah. You go in a shop. Can I take your email so I can email your receipt? No, you fucking can't. My inbox <laughs> is full. Give me the pants. Is 10 quid. Fuck off. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, God, that looks good. What are you drinking? A uh, Jimmy's iced coffee original. Got it from the garage because I haven't really got stuff in the office properly yet. I've been sorting out the house. I come here sometime. 
it's like I had to buy a hand wash in a, in a petrol station today. I tell you why I'm one of the other reasons I'm stressed. Yeah. Have you ever tried intermittent fasting, Rob? Yes. Rose bought a book on it. Yeah. And I was reading it and I was like, this is this is incredible. It's so good for you. Yeah, I I do it and I it's yeah. it makes you angry, but once you get your head around I'm, it, it's all right. I'm so hungry. And Rob, <laughs> so, I didn't eat I didn't finish eating till quarter past nine. I've got to get to one fifteen. Well, you're a big porridge gobbler, aren't you? That's why in the morning. I'm not you're a big porridge gobbler. I don't have porridge <laughs> you're in the morning. You're a big old porridge gobbler. You've got the old porridge on. Even Rose I said you make good porridge. Rob. Even your mother-in-law said you make good porridge. What? Yeah, exactly. Remember when she came to the live show and I said, yeah, what yeah, do you love? Like? Josh's mother-in-law came to a live show and I said, what is it you love about Josh? And she didn't mention him being a good dad or a good husband. She said, he's a big old porridge gobbler and he loves... She didn't say I'm a big old porridge gobbler. Well, she said, you make great porridge, which, yeah. you know, ipso facto, you're gobbling up that porridge because it's so great. <laughs> you're a big Devon <laughs> porridge gobbler. <laughs> Fucking porridge gobbler. <laughs> Devon knows how we make it so creamy, mate. Salt and porridge in Scotland. I love. I love Scotland. Oh, but that go yourself. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, Josh. Um, what were you saying? I'm so hungry. Stop talking about porridge. <laughs> oh, this is my problem. Rob. So you got to eat earlier. That's the way forward. What am, I, what am I? Yeah, I know. But my kids don't go to bed till late. Well, eat before they go to bed. What no, but then you can't relax into it. This is so. Me and Rose tried to have an earlier dinner. Yeah. While my daughter was still up the other day, and she walked into the kitchen and she looked at us and she said, "What are you doing?" Because she'd never seen us eat dinner before. That's so weird. Why do they have to be in bed to eat dinner? Because we don't eat with them. She has dinner at half five. I don't want my dinner at half five. You need to if you want to have your breakfast before one. Yeah, but I won't make it to bedtime in that case. Well, you need. Well, you got no. You got no stand power, mate. That's that's a, that's a you problem. That is. That is a me problem. I need to eat later. So I, the way I got into it was when I was on tour. I'd have a Nando's at six p.m. every night before. Yeah, and then gig. you got till ten p.m. Then you then you then you only have to wait till ten a.m. and then also yeah. in in my which makes it easier and it, I find it easier on tour to do it than on because I'm on yeah. stage eight till ten and by yeah. ten comes everything's shut and then by the time you get home yeah. you go to bed you can yeah, eat exactly. in the morning yeah well that's fine no I know so it's what fine. you can eat at quarter past one I don't know right? so far it's, away it's Josh. three hours away do you know the thing I'm finding the most difficult what no tea no, no porridge fuck off <laughs> fuck off <laughs> you can't have tea. No, because the milk in it. I'll just have tea without milk. It's horrible, Rob. Have you ever had tea without milk? <laughs> well, I drink black coffee. The milk's a good bit. So this has got milk in it, but I couldn't get a black coffee one from the thing. Yeah. But no, but I'd say, Josh, to start off, have tea with milk in because it's better. You're, you're still doing it, you're but still not... spiking your blood sugar. Yeah, Rob. I know, but only slightly, Josh. I think the, the moment it spikes, you might as well not be doing it. Is that true? That's what it said in the book. Oh fuck the book! Who's reading books? People with logbooks. Oh, yeah, sorry. So you've got your logbook. So I haven't got a fucking logbook. I'm so well filed. The problem with being so well filed. <laughs> I'm so badly filed. But it means that I know I've lost it because it's not in the right place. You know, there's yeah. there's no hope. There's right. no, oh, it might be in that pile. It's like, so, it's yeah, not so there. A bad filer has hope. Yeah. But you have no hope because you're such a great filer. I'm such a good filer. I know I've got the logbook. Of course you're a good filer. So I'm like, Come on, mate. Have you got a filing cabinet? No, so look. Send it, send it to the group. Well, I don't, it's got, I, we can't upload it because it's got my addresses on a lot of well, them. Well, just don't take a photo of it. Was it just in... <laughs> you I'm might enjoy it. Here you go. There you go. A little photo. You might enjoy it. That is pretty impressive. Okay, well done. Um. Anyway, so I go to the post office. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you need to send off and get a new logbook. Two weeks. 
<laughs> so you can't you can't get it MOT'd or taxed. This was already for about five days in because obviously I've been looking for the logbook. So if you had it MOT'd, yeah, but you can't get it taxed now. Can't get it taxed. Not even with the new MOT certificate. No, because you need a V five. <laughs> Do you know what annoys me most is though in the post office they'll go like, yeah you need a V five. What is that? Yeah. Don't say it to me like I know. Yeah, I don't. So you've, you've had no car because you can't obviously tax it. Then on Saturday. It's not even allowed to be on the road, not taxed. No, but what so am I going to do? I've got off road. No, it's just parked up, Rob. So you're going to get, it might get clamped. Have you checked it? Oh, no. Good news. Good news. Go on. on Saturday. Yeah. I got a very red letter saying final reminder. Yeah. You're going to get taken off the road. <sighs> The good news was that contained a 16-digit code that allowed me to tax my car. I couldn't believe my luck. The admin gods. Yeah, I couldn't believe my luck. You basically got a scary letter, which panics people, saying, we're going to take your car. But actually, if you look in there, it saved you. It saved me. It absolutely, I couldn't believe my luck. (laughs) Oh, my God. God, Um, how, How are Rose's lessons going? Uh, what, driving? Yeah, she's got her uh, provisional, hasn't she? She's, she's done well. Oh, she's done some lessons? Well, could I tell you something? The, so the people that don't listen to the podcast, but yeah. I don't want it to get back to them. Yeah. There's someone else that we're friends with yeah. who doesn't drive. Yeah. And he's, I'd say, got issues with the fact he doesn't drive. Right. That he doesn't, maybe doesn't even realise he's got himself. Okay. And he always always says, I've got to learn to drive. Yeah. Are you going to learn to drive, Rose? And you can see that... If she does, Rose, he has to. That Rose not driving is what is giving him the comfort. Yeah, okay. But we've decided we're not going to tell him that she's learning to drive. And one day she's just going to turn up to his house in, his in car. the car driving it. say, do you want a lift? Yeah. That's fun. That is fun, isn't it? Yeah. So if you think you know this person, don't tell him. Don't tell anyone if you think you know this person. Yeah, yeah, that's a good bit of fun, isn't it? It's a good bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah, sort of, sort of, fight, sort of, basically discovering someone's sort of weak point and then hatching a big <laughs> elaborate plan to sort of really bring out all the pain memories. Yeah, that's the yeah. good friend you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great fun! Oh, bullseye, yeah. bullseye. Absolutely right, right on the fucking hot spot. There you go. Yeah, right on the nose. <laughs> Smash. All right, well, I won't ask any more questions about that then yeah. until while she's cracking on. Yeah. Rob, we don't realise our impact on the world. Um, don't we? In no. a good or bad way? In a good way. Okay, go on. I went to Blur. Now, I've got I've got a problem. You, you're aware of my problem that I keep going to watch Blur. Yeah, so you've seen Blur... Four, four times twice in two months. Four times in two weeks. I'm a Radio 2 gig months. that I wasn't even invited to, and I'm on Radio 2. I wasn't invited to it, Rob. Oh, how did you get in? I heard about it. Said to my agent, could you get me into this Radio 2 gig? <laughs> okay. I mean, she's a good agent, Rob, because I was at the Radio 2 gig. Yeah. Everyone I spoke to was like, bloody hell, you really wanted to get to this Radio 2 gig? All we heard was Josh Widdicombe's got to get a ticket. <laughs> so also I went to Eastbourne. Also, I'm going tomorrow night to the Hammersmith Apollo. What's tomorrow night? They're playing their new album. No, thank you. (laughs) My journey with Blur is now over. I've missed the boat. Should have gone two weeks ago. Not for me, thanks. 
Um, so when I went to Wembley the first time, yep. I bumped into a woman from the promoters from Metropolis Music, right, who were yeah. booking, doing the tour. Right. right? She went, oh, uh, are you coming tomorrow? I was like, yeah, I've got tickets. I've still got to pay for them because they've been sorted for me. And she said, don't pay for them. Don't pay for them. She said, the amount you guys have done for Blur on that podcast. <laughs> for Blur. <laughs> she said, every time you mention Blur, yeah. the PR send it round and talk about what good PR it's been. It's <laughs> well, not what I've said isn't. <laughs> yeah. We've really addressed that balance. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, she couldn't yeah. have been, I was like, mate, you've done two nights at Wembley Stadium. Would have been one without you. Yeah, would have been one without. That must be like power That must be quite exciting for you because, really, growing up, Blur. If you, you people would talk about knowing someone from the Blur management in like echoes and whispers, like you've been a pub going, yeah. "Hey, that guy's cousin works in the yeah. PR department for Blur." Now you're at Wembley trying to sort of six, and the PR person's going to you. Thank you for all you've done for Blur. I know. Mad. How does that make you feel, Josh? Like we haven't charged them enough, Rob. <laughs> We haven't charged him at all. We haven't charged him at all. Like we could have made it's a bit of money out of this. He's got a daughter. Graham Coxon? He's got three kids. So we should work our way through the whole band. Anyway, how was it though? Blur good? All you dreamed oh, of? Oh, mate. All my dreams came true. It was just just wonderful. Just wonderful, Rob. Had a bit of an issue with parking. Right, okay. Have you ever tried? I drove to Wembley. Insane Rob. decision. Done it before. No, we'll never do it ever again. I don't, I don't think I'll ever go to Wembley Stadium for a gig because leaving is the most horrific thing. They just channel you down that little it's roof. Awful. That's why channel. I drove. That's why I drove. Yeah, it's hard to get out. Once you're in the channel, you can't get out. No, I just stayed. I just stayed for an hour. Right, okay. Then, Let the yeah. crowds die down. Let the crowds die down. You're better off on. booking a hotel near Wembley Stadium than just going into the hotel bar. Well, particularly because I was going doing two, back two to back. nights. Yeah. Um, I did two. I, I mean, this was my weekend, Rob. Yeah. I did Blur Saturday. I did the... Oh, yeah, I didn't tell you about this. Saturday afternoon, I did... Um, I was in charge of Hooker Duck at the school fete. Yeah, Hooker Suck. We chatted about that, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, do you want to see a picture of me in charge so of So you went to suck? Blur, then the next morning Hooker Duck Suck, and then Blur again. Yeah. I got quite wet. It was it was soaking at Hooker Duck Suck. This is me in charge of Hooker Duck, Rob. Oh, my God. Because it, Was it raining then? Yeah, it was pissing it down. Oh, and I was away. in shorts and a T-shirt. Oh, Josh. You look like you've just been born. Anyway, I did hook a duck. Absolutely nailed it. Yep. Then went and watched Blur. Then the next morning, went and watched Nick Cope, uh, who does um, CBBC, uh, a CBBC oh, yeah. show where he sings songs. Went and watched him at the Leicester Square Theatre. Met him. That was a joy. So exciting. Shout out to Nick Cope for letting, letting my no daughter have a photo with him. He does songs on CBBS. Yeah, my kids don't really watch CBBS anymore. No, they'll be too old for CBBS by yeah, now. Yeah, they're like watching like Netflix and he's fucking brilliant, isn't he? And I would recommend everyone watches Nick Cope's podcast. Lovely bloke. And then I went and watched Blur again on the Sunday. <laughs> it was hell of an evening. Sunday, hell of a weekend, three yeah, they times. Saturday and Sunday. Oh, no, I thought they did Friday and Saturday. Yep, go on. Sorry, I'm Friday. I did the bloody last leg, mate. Oh, what of course, the last hours. Of course. So anyway, that was my weekend. We've still got to talk about BAIB for picnic. Yeah, BA, Anything don't, else? Don't, yeah. So well, you were loving BA after our Dubai trip. You were loving, and it was an amazing flight. Um, perfect timing, comfortable, experience. wonderful, wonderful staff on that BA flight from Dubai. Then what happened when you went to Ibiza? Well, so we got Ibiza that. was this Rose's 
fortieth little weekend away. Yeah, just and a you load went of out on the Saturday because I went out on the Saturday. It was fine for me, Rob, but two of my friends turned up for their holiday yeah. to be told that they they were on standby for the plane. But they had bought tickets. They had bought tickets because of the heat. The plane wasn't going to be able to take everyone, and they were the heat. unlucky ones because the heat meant <laughs> there was something about it that the plane couldn't be. They had a weight limit. Absolute bollocks, surely. Well, they didn't even say this initially. So this happened. They were just told, and they were like, so have you oversold the plane? And they were like, so I was with my friend, and she was talking to this woman, and the woman was rude, Rob. (laughs) The A-lady. Yeah. I'm not going to name her. Yeah. Because she was really rude. Let's say she's called Jane. So she was being really rude about it. She wouldn't give any details. She was going, no, it hasn't been oversold. It's just there's a weight problem. And you're like, well, it has been oversold because these people are being told they can't get on. Yeah. And she's like, she couldn't give any information. And she, I would say, wasn't showing much contrition for people who've just about to lose their holiday. They're only going away Saturday to Tuesday. And you're telling them you've got to go from City Airport to now fly from Gatwick at 4pm or something like that. Oh, so you're there, was it the morning from City? And then yeah, 8.30am. So it's one oh, of your holiday days. Yeah, it's gone. a whole day, gone. Yeah. So then I said, look, I need to talk to someone higher up. Well, the plane's just taken off. I can talk to the pilot. Yeah, really nice. Well, I did end up talking to the pilot, Rob. <laughs> I, I saw him walking down. I got him. Did you? That's how I found out about the heat thing. I just went yeah. up to him and said, what's going on here? Yeah. Anyway. I said, um, what's your name? Yeah. Because she was being so rude. Yeah. And she put her hand over her, um, her, her name tag. <laughs> That's such a clever move. Yeah. But then. <laughs> That's not what my daughter and her kids would do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I was like, look, you're just, you're being really rude. Yeah. And her mate who stood there, he said, well, that's just, no, that's just Jane's tone. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> She's just a bit of a dick. Yeah. That's just her was, tone. So you called Jane? And she, she looked at him with <laughs> anger in her eyes that yeah. I've never seen before in my life. <sighs> that's so and funny. Then, Did I she still cover the name tag? Yeah. Even though she was holding it. It wasn't like that. It was like uh, lanyard. Right, okay. So, so she was yeah. just holding it. And then I said, because um, I, obviously, my reference for that is, you watch Dad, you must have seen Dad's Army, Rob. <laughs> yes. You know the Don't Tell Him Pike scene, where he says, there's a German soldier, and he's like, I'm going to take your names. Yeah. And Mannering says, Don't Tell Him Pike, and he goes, yeah. right, Pike. Lovely stuff, yeah. Same, same situation. So he said, that's just Jane's tone of voice. Yeah. And I said, oh, don't tell him, Pike. And they both looked at me. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is this guy saying? (laughs) Four candles. Four Four candles, yeah. (laughs) And it didn't feel like the point to explain, you've obviously not seen this dad's album. (laughs) You're a bit, you've got a bit more joy de vive, though, because you're on the plane. You're you're not, you know, you're a bit more chill. At the end of the day, I can't lose anything. Anyway, in the end, the weather changed and my friends were allowed on the plane, no. but one family wasn't. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Four people. But anyway, it was fine in the end. It was all funny, all fun and games. Well, so that's the thing. In Australia, they do a thing where your bag 
can't be heavier than a certain weight. You know, like in this in, in the UK, it's more like this is how big the bag can be for, yeah. for hand luggage, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. overhead, whatever. And it go, you have to fit it in the little box and the, the Ryanair one, just it all just gets small. It goes like yeah. BA, EasyJet Ryanair. But in Australia, it's like the bag can't be heavier than like 10 kg. Yeah. And there was a woman, there was a woman who was like quite slim, looked quite athletic with a bag that was 11 kg, right? Yeah. And they're going, you can't get it on, it's too heavy, it's too heavy for the plane. And a woman walked past her who weighed her bag that was 10 kg. And the other woman, how, how, do, I, how, how do I say how this? How are you going to tell this story, Rob? Yeah. But we both, I'd say it, yeah. we both know what the story is. We all know, every, even the people listening know. So I do, it's like, do, yeah. if, a, if a tree falls in the woods, do I, do, do I even need to say it? I don't, think you, I don't think you need to finish the story. I want to. So there's a lady that was quite slim and athletic with an 11 kg bag. Yeah. It wasn't being allowed on because it was one kg over. And there was another lady come past with her bag that was on 10 kg. But I'd say she was more athletic in a sort of stockier, more powerful sense. Right, yeah. As yeah. opposed to a long-distance runner. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. a bit more yeah. shot put. What you're I'd saying say, is the mm, combined kilos... Would have yeah, would definitely, definitely be more than the extra one kg. And this woman wasn't being allowed on with her one kg over back. And I just was like... And what did she do, the one kg over? She just pointed at the other woman and said, huh? No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. She was just going, I think that's a bit unfair. And then I was just stood there going, this is well out of order. Yeah. But um, anyway, so they all got the plane. <laughs> I think we did well there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I thought we got away with it. <laughs> so then I go to... Ibiza. Yes, how was Ibiza? So that's your first sober Ibiza, and I think I would last. find it harder. <laughs> I would say last. To, I was going to say, I'd find it harder. Not because I'm starting drinking again. <laughs> I won't make another 11 months. No, the um, I think Glastonbury's an easier sober than Ibiza yeah. is. I think Ibiza's impossible to go and be sober and not drink. Well, Glastonbury, there's stuff going on. Yes, yeah, and if I you like music and you can, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I, I'll be honest, I'd got cocky. I'd done Glastonbury, I'd yeah. done Pulp, I'd done Blur 16 times. I was ready <laughs> yeah. for, like, I was like, I can, but those are things where things are going on. Yes. So it was fine by the pool in the day. Yeah. Read your in book. in the evenings. Tea. I read a book. Do you drink tea on holiday? I drink tea in boiling conditions. Oh, horrible. I love it. <laughs> what about porridge? I don't eat porridge. It's okay. Sounds like the lady doth protest too much. I don't really like porridge. I think it's boring. Yeah. Well, stop fucking gobbling it then, mate. Um, so, El- <laughs> so, so, so we'd booked the, what are you, I just, I when it. I look at you, my brain just keeps saying porridge gobbler because it's just making me laugh. But, you know. You know. Oh, it's going to be the name of the fucking episode <laughs> as well. Lee cum key followed by porridge gobbler. <laughs> Lisa's it's not cum gobbler. That's the main <laughs> Not there's anyone wrong with that. Tell you what your porridge needs, a bit of chilli oil. Um, next week. And there's nothing wrong with go- gobbling cum if you're into it, by no, the way. No, no, exactly. All, we welcome all comers. Um, so there was a school picnic on the Tuesday, Rob. Yeah. What's that mean? Like, after the school? The leavers day. I thought the last day was Wednesday. It was Tuesday. And we you were, were going to have a picnic with the... With the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realise that. So you're coming back we from got an ether. E- we, got an e- we weren't going to make the picnic. Okay. We got an email like on the Thursday where 
I realised we'd misinterpreted what the picnic was, and we were expected to be there. Oh, if you know what I mean. oh that's so, so, oh no, I'm, oh that's horrible when it happens. Yeah. So when I and we couldn't. So, but I was flying back. So when I texted my friend, who's got kids in the older year. And I said, what's the score with this picnic on Tuesday? I don't really understand what it is. I, thought, I love you. You're sort of trying to manifest that it's not a big deal. What's the score? Yeah. Hey, what's this I di- thing? I didn't, steal, I didn't steer her enough, is, is what I would say. Yeah. Her reply is, basically, it's a big guilt fest. So if you don't go, you know that your children sat in the park with other kids and their parents. Oh, my God. The worst <laughs> reply. You were, looking for the, you were looking for the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. You could, I uh, oh, but at least you were hung over. Imagine reading that hung over. I hope you didn't tell Rose that. Rob? Yeah. I flew back early. Did you? For the picnic. I did. You're a good man, Josh. Well, well, am I? Because I also think I'd had enough. I think the picnic was a good excuse. Excuse. That's fair enough. That's, that's fair enough. I, that's honest. I flew back the night before. Yeah. I got the 9.30 p.m. on the Lovely. Monday night. To be back, it's a weird old plane, that one. The evening oh, plane back from well, Ibiza when you're sober. There were some people coming down on that plane, I'll tell you that for free. On t- during takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's some really sad, it's actually quite sad, because, you know, I went to that stag do and I, you know, I just drank, I don't I don't partake yeah. in all those other things, but in Ibiza people do other stuff than drink. Yeah. And the people just, if you're not are going there... Just have a peek in departures before you get the taxi to your hotel yeah. just to see what awaits you. And it might it might yeah. calm you down a bit. Well, do you know the thing is, there's some people, Rose included, who go, the thing about Ibiza is lovely restaurants and the north side of the island's really beautiful. And you go, yeah, but you've got to get the plane out with everyone that's going to Ibiza. Exactly. There's plenty of places with nice restaurants and good beaches. Yeah. I told I told about the time when I fell asleep on the bus and got off because I missed my stop, and then I crossed mm. the road and waited an hour for another night bus, and it was the same driver that done the full loop. Oh god! So I couldn't just slept for an hour on the bus and come back. I've had a couple of like that. I've, I've woken up in bus stations before on the night bus where they've just left the door open. And I'm in the bus station <laughs> asleep. Much younger in these days, obviously. I woke up one when I was in Manchester. I fell asleep on the bus. Yeah, and when I woke up. I was still on the same bus, but further back because I'd done the full, like I was still yeah. on. So I'd, and I still had my chips in my hand and I just carried on eating my chips. Do you know what? So I, after, when I come back from the holiday, um, we're talking, we're talking about drinking. I've, I've, I am over like beery, bingy drinking now. I like a couple of yeah. drinks, like, like, two beers or a glass of wine with dinner and stuff like that, but actual like boozing. So on the, on, on the Friday, I come back from a holiday on the Thursday, on the Friday, did just go dating, went to the one show. Then I met some mates in a pub, the fight disciples, actually the podcast fight disciples, that geezer that said you were salty before Nick P. Yeah. I wasn't sorry. Anyway, lovely lads. And so I met them in the pub, but I was all excited to like one bit, have a little bit of a break from pushing Lou around with the kids. They were at home also. And I, I had like, I didn't eat all day because I was busy and I just didn't get a chance to. And I had like five or six pints of lager of Stella Artois. Oh my God. And I just felt awful. The next day, this is just, I went to the toilet and I, had, uh, I went to the toilet, Josh. Yeah. And because I didn't eat much, I had a shit and it smelled of Stella. Oh my and was, God. And I was just like, this can't go on. This is horrible. But it's the first time I've done that in ages. A reassuringly expensive shit. <laughs> 
And um, that I don't think I can do that. I don't enjoy that anymore. And that's what I beat for is it's put with like a lot of booze in all day. It's, it's interesting with not drinking where you're like, I just turned up and I, I felt nervous to be part of the group, if that makes yeah. sense. Because normally in that stage, you'd have a drink to kind of yeah. big social situations even if it's 10 people you know. I just sat and kind of read my book in the corner by the pool. And also some people feel insecure because when you drink, you act stupid and you're a dick, but you're just not aware of it because you're drunk. Yeah. It's essentially you get a freedom yeah. because you switch off for a bit and it feels fun. And it is fun, but you're just yeah. borrowing fun from tomorrow because tomorrow there is yeah. no fun. So it's like, it, and then if they see you being quite measured, it, it snaps them back into reality a little bit and they'll be like, Oh God, what am I doing? Because he'll know because, you know, because I, I was at this pub, I left at half 11 because I started an anecdote and I forgot the ending halfway through and I thought, I've got to go here. But then in the evenings, I was, so I, I, I got through it fine, yeah. but I really struggled to get to sleep because I was such an effort to push myself through these social situations and being surrounded by people that were drunk. And so I'd get into bed and I was like fucking wired, if that makes sense. Also, you've not done anything all day. You just sat around a pool no, reading. Exactly. Didn't help that I was reading a book about a man that was absolute hellraiser in Ibiza. That was a mistake. <laughs> is, is that what you're reading? I was reading Fat Tony's book. Oh, bio, yeah. Autobiography. Yeah. So it's just a book about a man doing loads of drugs. It wasn't ideal. <laughs> but did Rose have a good time? All the mates have a good time? She had a lovely time. I flew back, did the picnic. It was very nice, very pleasant. That was a good thing very to do, wholesome, though, Josh. Very, that's, that's me, Rob. That's me You're these days. Guy. I've just got to admit it. I've just got to admit, I prefer to be at a picnic with my kids than in Pasha. But would you rep- actually prefer to be there or you just prefer to not have the guilt of not being there? So the other things I need to talk to you about, Rob. <laughs> my, my daughter misses school. She wants it to yeah, be school. My, my kids need... Well, the they picnic finished at three. Yeah. It's their last day. They were like, does anyone... You can come back for the final hour of school or you can go home with your parents. She went back for the final hour. <laughs> I just had to sit around and wait for her to finish school. Do you think that you're maybe not bringing it enough at, the, at home? Is it, <laughs> is it making me question your fun? First day of the holidays, she had her teddies out and she was playing school. Well, she loves, she loves school. And the second day, we took her in for play scheme because she wanted to go back in. But my kids prefer it. I think they, they don't want to yeah. go when you're getting them into school and getting them up early, but yeah. they, they need to be doing something. That's why summer holidays is so impossible to entertain them for that amount of time and tire them out, but keep them physically and mentally engaged. At the moment, my daughter's now, I took, looked out the window, they're in the garden, right, in their knickers, yeah. just the knickers, wrestling. And they basically, <laughs> they wrestle and hold each other until if one says stop, they have to stop. This is their rules yeah. they've invented, and they just wrestle. I, my daughter said she was bored 9.30 on the first day of summer holidays. <laughs> Anyway, that's where I am. That's where and there are. is more, but I can't find uh, the email that I've put we in. We can do some next week. We've got guests. We've got Sean Walsh coming back on for the second part after having the baby. We had him on before um, yeah. talking about the baby coming. So he's back. And then we've got loads of good guests lined up. I found the email. Who from? Myself. Oh, your notes. To myself. I emailed myself. Oh, okay. All the things. Yeah, I've talked about everything. <laughs> Perfect. Good work. Um, right. See you on Tuesday. Um, small business shout out. Do we do that? Well, this is the Friday ones. We don't normally do it on oh, Friday. Yeah, fuck you, small businesses. We'll just take down BA. I tell you that's, what, that's all. Um, British Petroleum, great guys selling petrol in most areas, and uh, Apple. Apple do computers and stuff. That's our big business shout outs. <laughs> big business shout outs on Friday. Yeah.
this one headphone that I've had from Apple <laughs> for a long time is still working. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Wicked. I'll see you on Tuesday, Josh. See you on Tuesday. Bye. Wait. What a time to be alive. And not in a good way. Pringles are three ninety nine. You have to scan a barcode to see the menu at a restaurant. Why are there so many parking apps? Why are there so many apps? Why is everyone filming everything? You've now got to pay five pounds just to drop someone off at the airport. Piers Morgan. I drive home in a car, I can't afford to run, to cook food I can't afford to eat, in a house I can't afford to live in. I'm Sean Walsh. And I'm Paul McCaffrey. And if you've been annoyed by anything that you've heard in this advert, then why not listen to the brand new series of our hit podcast, What's Upset You Now? Here's another thing, podcasts that are three hours long. Not this one. No, this is two 15-minute episodes a week, one with me and Paul, and one with guests like Ramesh Ranganathan, Rob Beckett, Pete Doherty, Emily Atak, Josh Widdicombe, and Catherine Ryan. So go to wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to What's Upset You Now. If you like Josh Winnicombe, you're in luck. That's because the co-host of Parenting Hell and The Last Leg Maestro is the guest on the first episode of the Always Be Comedy podcast. Out now and with me, your host and MC at Always Be Comedy, James Gill. Each week, the cream of comedy curates their fantasy comedy gig. Who'd open? Who'd close? What gig nightmare do they never want to relive? All this and much, much more. It's essentially comedy gossip and chat. You know, I remember this the other day, my first ever gig. Oh, it was like a Friday night open mic night. And they said, we'll just announce you on when you're on, but you haven't got a running order. It's a bit free form. I got to the end of the night and then they wrapped it up and they'd forgotten no. to put me on. Oh, and I'd no, sat there the no. whole night. We've also got Stuart Lee, Harry Hill, Jen Brister, Ben Bailey-Smith, Maisie Adam, Al Murray, Rachel Paris, and many, many more coming up. That's the Always Be Comedy podcast, out now with new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, Tom Allen here. And Susie Ruffle. We have a podcast called Like-Minded Friends. It's very much a celebration of, I don't know, what would you say, Suze, being queer? Being queer, but also chit-chat. There's loads of straight people that love it, so I think that you should come along and listen to it. There's something for everybody. It's been described as white noise for gays, but also we had a lovely section about Glade plugins. <laughs> so why don't you listen to it? Search Like-Minded Friends wherever you get your podcasts. That sounded quite professional, didn't it? Mm.